Welcome, guys, to another episode. So I got into a conversation lately that almost uh, threw my brain into a, a can of, of meat, and it just smothered it because I'm realizing that as a married man, single people don't seem to understand um, what it's like to be married. And I say that because... I was asked at one point if as a married man I'm able or allowed to or permitted to or maybe it's even wise to drive a female to her house. Now for all the married folks you guys know if you're a man those are red flags. We don't take people to their homes unless you're another uh, male. Right? Because we don't want to um you know um, get in a sticky situation. You want to protect your image? You want to protect your marriage? You want to make sure that no one's coming out gossiping, that no one is trying to, I guess, mess up, right, and say things that are not true? And the person asked me if, if it's okay. Hey, Rivera, are, are you going to, will you ever take someone home? I said, what it all depends. What are the circumstances? And they said, well, let's say you are out there drinking at a bar with another girl. And I said, see, I, I'm not even going to entertain that because I would never be there. And they said, well, hypothetically. And I'm like, the hypothetically is very far away from ever, ever happening. But I guess for the sake of this conversation, let's assume that my wife allowed me to go and drink, in which I don't, unless it's wine, Um at a bar, which I don't go to, at night. Like, there's too many holes. It's like a Swiss cheese. It doesn't make any sense. And if you were to cover up all these holes, it would never happen. And so I think people who are single, when you're in a single mentality, you live life too much in hypothetical situations, and that is just horrible, right? Like, hypothetical this, hypothetical that, hypothetical this, hypothetical that. Uh, there is no hypothetical with me. Like, I left that years ago. It's more like this is what's going to happen. Um, and the Bible talks about it. So I'm not doing it. And, and you're probably wondering, like, yo, like, what's so wrong with going out at night drinking with a woman who's not your wife? If you're single and you think that that statement made sense and, and maybe it's worth entertaining, that's the reason why we're not the same. I'm so serious. Things just don't work out the way um, they are when you're when you're not with someone because you have so many things to really put together. Now, if it's another dude, you know what I'm saying, and I know this guy, and he's like, hey, Josue, let's go outside for a drink. I'd be like, hey, I know you. Sure, let's go for it. Let me go ahead and communicate that message you know, to the uh, beautiful lady back home. It's perfect communication. Now, I think the other, the other uh, hypothetical was driving someone home. Now, if we were back forty years ago, I think that sure, drive. I'll drive you home, right? Like there is no other form of transportation. Like that's in an immediate, right? So, like I'll drive you home. Makes sense. Today, you have Uber. You have Lyft. And if you got enough money, you got a helicopter that could just swing right by, drop the ladder, and take you home. For me to pick somebody up 
let alone be in a bar with them. And take them home, guys, there is just too many red flags. It's just too many red flags. It's just hard not to see them. And putting a blind eye on it and assuming that, oh, well, I didn't I didn't know. Like playing the the blissful man, right? Like I didn't know that was going to happen. Like, I, really? Like I didn't think that. Oh, you didn't think that. You didn't think that maybe people will look at this situationally and say, hmm, this guy's married. He's drinking. His judgment is going to be clouded. It's just some things that, you know, I go throughout my day and I just wonder, like, man, like, not today, Satan. Not today. Now, recently we had DMX pass away and, you know, um, I used to listen to DMX. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like hardcore, right? I, I used to listen to Eminem before I was saved. And, um, when, when I came across DMX, it was, I think it was first in like the projects. It was like, um, I'm slipping and I'm falling. I can't get up. And he got really big when I saw Cradle to the Grave. I said, yo, this is the movie. You have Jet Li, who's like five foot one, beating up all these guys who are six foot seven. Like, this is real. You know, like, <laughs> this stuff happens. Like, I didn't know that, you know. And and DMX was there, and the whole Rough Rider, uh, you know, uh, video came to mind, because I remember Rough Rider being a thing. And I'm just like, wow, like, I used to never really be a fan of DMX. Um, and I can't really say I'm a big fan of him now. Um, just because someone passes away doesn't make them relevant in my life. It just kind of brings their names, you know, right back to the surface. And I'm like, oh yeah, DMX, you know. He has a few good he has a few good songs that I've I've listened to before. Um, just to name a few. It's Lord Give Me a Sign, uh, Slipping and Falling, and uh, X gonna give it to you. Right. Um, in a lot of the times, all his music really does have like this central, uh, God-centered sometimes message. Not that not saying that God or the gospel is being preached, but you know he's either doing a prayer or he's talking or referencing God. Like God help me, especially in Lord give me a sign. Right. Like that's the most obvious song that he he wrote. That is really him having a conversation on you know with God, and. I remember that I heard that song, and I was like, wow, like, this guy really must have repented of his sins. He must have came to know Christ. He must have really, um, you know, gave himself to the Lord. And I remember a couple of years back, I think he went to rehab because he overdosed. And now DMX seemed to have overdosed uh, multiple times, and he's always had an issue with, with drugs. And, you know, from a very low um, understanding of his life, uh at an early age of 13 or 14, he had really bad friends and he was introduced to a, a heavy drug, addictive, addictive drug. I think it was crack, or cocaine or heroin, uh, whichever of those. I mean, those things are horrible at, at that age um, or at any age, but specifically in those building block ages where you're trying to find out who you are um, in your developmental stages of, of personality. Right. And it's a, it's a sad story. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss it. I'm not trying to somehow say, well, that's just one sad story among the rest. Um, But it it really does put in perspective what DMX went through and who he was today. And it makes sense to why he couldn't stop doing drugs because he's been introduced to it for so many years. And I think, uh, I haven't even looked it up, but I think he died at 50 um, or around 50 years old. And so can you imagine having done drugs since the age of 13? I mean, what else do you know? 
Like, really, what else do you know? And, and your environment is just parading this drug um, at every corner. I mean, you're just bombarded by the drug. You know, how could you really blame someone, um, you know, 100% and say, well, they should have just walked out of that? Well, it's not always easy. All right, I'm not there. So I, I can't really speak for it. I just say, hey, like, you know, God bless them. And um, I, I truly believe that DMX is is in heaven. And the reason why, and I'm going to go ahead and see if I can find this video on YouTube, is because DMX does talk about um, the Lord. And it seemed like it was very recent. And so let me see if I can play it, and then you can you guys can go ahead and listen to it. So let's let's hit this right now. Okay, there's an ad. I don't want to see that. The best thing that we can hope for, the most important thing we can hope for, or pray for, or ask for, is that our desires coincide with God's will. Because at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, it's going to be God's will. It's always going to be God's will. You try to understand what his, you know, uh, why he does what he does, and he's going to end up with a headache. Just do the right thing. Do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Ecclesiastes 3. There is a season for everything and a time for every matter under the heavens. A time for giving birth and a time for A time for planting and a time for uprooting what was planted. A time for and a time for healing. A time for tearing down and a time for building up. A time for crying and a time for laughing. A time for mourning and a time for dancing. A time for throwing stones and a time for gathering stones. A time for embracing and a time for avoiding embraces. A time for, ooh, ooh. A time for embracing and a time for avoiding embraces. What? Come on, come on, come on, come on. A time for searching and a time for losing. A time for keeping and a time for throwing away. A time for tearing, a time for repairing. A time for keeping silent and a time for speaking. A time for loving and a time for hating. A time for war, a time for peace. I mean, like I said, it goes back to, you know, you're going to start with a prayer? You're going to do this with a prayer? Yo. There are no words more powerful than the book. And your prayer, your own prayer, will do a lot better than someone else praying for you. Who hasn't, whoever hasn't given their life to Jesus yet, whoever hasn't surrendered all the way, though there may be some of you who don't know how, I'm going to walk you through that right now. If you're serious about it, you don't got to be serious, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't, just, hey, but if you're serious about it right now, giving your life to the Lord. Say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner. I repent for my sins. And right this moment, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's that simple. It's that simple, but you got to mean it. You got to mean it.
Gotta mean it. Everything that's happened is God's will. Don't try to understand it. Just, 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 just get that relationship with him. Get that relationship with him. Get that relationship with him and, and, and even the things you don't understand won't be as hard on you as it would be if you try to understand. It's crazy. I woke up this morning and it's like, with chills, with chills, you know, God put it on my heart to speak. I said, this, you know, this, this is new to me. This is, you know, that's not what I do. Come on, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't, you know, with showing what everybody, what I'm doing every minute. That's just not me. That's not how I get down. You know what I'm saying? You see me when you see me. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to change. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. You know? I love who I am. I'm God's child. We all are. We all are. If you don't know it, you're going to miss out on, 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 on so many blessings that he has for you, that he has for you. And it comes from insight. It just comes from, come from being aware. Being aware. The word says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Perish is not always dying. It's being lost. Not being able to found, not, not being able to be found. Yeah, so that's DMX right there. And I'll have to admit, when I first heard that, I was amazed by that because that was the first thing I saw of DMX in a very long time. And, you know, DMX gave himself to the Lord and too often what we focus on is what they're physically wrestling with. And we assume that because they're wrestling with drugs that they are not saved. Guys, listen to this. Just because a Christian is struggling with physical addiction doesn't mean that they're not saved. It just means that they're struggling with something that is going to be struggling with for the rest of their life. Just because someone is someone uh, started, uh, I, I don't know, overeating from a very early age and they start to lose weight, that doesn't mean that their struggle stops there. It means that they will continue to struggle with this for the rest of their life. Now, food and drugs are, are, are different, but nonetheless, it's still clear that someone who is saved is saved, their soul is saved, but their physical body, the corruptible body, still struggles still have overeating issues you may be a lot more controlling than before um i don't know what dmx have done to try to you know handle his drug addiction but i'm sure he he attempted to do something uh, and you can kind of hear it in his lips and his voice and the way he he stuttered with his speech but i don't believe that he's not saved i, I believe he is he just trapped in sin his body this body that you know that for so many years he was imprisoned um, with with drugs, and so once he is with the Lord, uh, as he is, I believe, once you die, you are with the Lord. You are in the presence of the Lord. No longer will you have to wrestle with drugs. No longer will you have to wrestle with sin. You are free from the corruptible body, and in the future end, you will be joined um, with the incorruptible body. Right. So, 
I mean, this guy's preaching the gospel. You don't have to sound super elegant. You don't have to sound extremely spiritual. He made it super simple. Realize you are a sinner. Realize that you have fallen short of the glory of God. And let me pull it up if you want. You guys can go right into Romans chapter 10, verse uh, 9, 10, and 13. I'm going to pull this up. And so I hope you guys really uh, were blessed by that by that information, by that message of of, uh, of DMX. If you guys may have heard it, never heard it the first time, I mean, it's good. It says here, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's not that you won't be saved or you might be saved, but you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. Verse 11. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Anyone who calls upon the name of Jesus will will be saved. Not anyone who lives a perfect life will be saved. Not anyone who lives off Poland spring water will be saved. Not anyone who is physically fit will be saved. Not anyone who has done, uh, you know, the most charity will be saved. But anyone who calls upon the name of the saving grace of Jesus will be saved. Let me give you guys a small little... Um, a story I once heard from someone, I think it was Mark Driscoll, who says that too quick we can be um, uh, judging others, right? We can, you know, make a judgment and everyone makes judgment, right? So let's kind of get that out of the way. And there was a man who was uh, singing uh, at a choir and um, this man walked outside and he started smoking cigarettes. I'm assuming the church service was over. And the kid walks out and says, hey, mom, this guy was just worshiping God in the choir, and now he is smoking, right? Now, I don't think he ever mentioned what the woman said, but the kid is pretty much a representation of what many of us would have said at some point of our life. Like, he was just singing to God, and now he's smoking, and what a hypocrite. What you may not have considered was this man may have been smoking far more than what he's been smoking today. And today he's actually went from two, three box to just being in one box, maybe from 12 cigarettes to just five cigarettes. Right. And so this process of what the Bible calls sanctifying sanctification, what the Holy spirit works on all of us, right? Some of us used to cuss. Now we don't cuss as much, or we may not cuss at all. Some of us who have looked at pornography, no longer look at pornography because we are satisfied with our wives or you're satisfied with your husband. Right. And so the Bible talks about making a covenant with God to not look at another virgin in the book of Job. And so we want to sanct. we want, God to sanctify us. Um, I, I guess someone can say, I used to spend a lot of money impulsively on things. I no longer do that. It's not bringing you praise. It's giving God praise for what he's done through you um, 
by the Holy Spirit, right? So we're walking in holiness and we're sanctifying. But, you know, that's not to say that once, you know, just because you slip and fall, like we all do, it's not when you slip and fall, it's, well, no, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's when you do slip and fall, right? Someone may see you. They may have seen you when you slipped and fall. They may have seen you when you were uh, at the weakest um, point of your day, when you had the least amount of willpower. And they may make a judgment and say, oh, look at this guy. He just slipped. He fell. He's a hypocrite. Right? Let's not do that. You know, we don't know what probably was the better question. Is to let's let, let me build bridges. Let me get to know this person. Let me see what he's been going, what he's gone through. What has God done in his life or her life? And then let me get a better understanding. Let me get a better context of what they've gone through. And then your judgment, I guarantee you, ten out of ten times, or let's just be nine point nine out of ten times, right? It will change because you realize that our um instinctive judgment are usually wrong right they're usually wrong and so let's ask god to help us uh, make better judgments or be willing to change and say man i was wrong i'm sorry about that i didn't mean to say that or to think that and so christians struggle christians are saved their soul is saved but they're still stuck in a sinful body the sinful nature still holds us in prison and so every day we want to um, bring that under um, the authority of God's word. Every day we want to die to ourselves, as in Luke nine twenty three. Now, the last thing I thought about sharing um, was in um, you know I I thought that recently I haven't really been making a lot of episodes, and I know a lot of you guys are probably wondering why that's been the case. And honestly, I think it's because of a creativity blockage, right? I'm trying to maybe um, be more creative, and sometimes I I don't know how that works. And so, like, for instance, this specific episode has been just that. I'm not really getting creative. I'm just talking. And if this works, like, I would love feedback. Uh, I don't want to overthink certain things, and then that overthinking causes me not to do something because I don't have a an outline of what I'm going to say. Um, I, I kind of did uh, did do that in this episode. I just thought of two things, and then now I'm just telling you guys exactly what's going on and the things that I'm, I'm uh, how I felt, and uh, and so pray for me in that. Definitely pray that I can start. Uh, producing more episodes and connecting more with you guys. And now I haven't been on social media, like I've said again before. And so I do have an email and I would love for you guys to go ahead and send me ideas. All that stuff is super helpful. And I would love for you guys to engage with me as much as I try to engage with you guys. I'm not sure what time of the day you guys are listening to this, but if you guys want to hear what are my thoughts on certain things, definitely do that. Um, um, I, I don't know if I'm so much into the political realm, as I said before. I'm not sure if I'm qualified to speak on those things. I don't have um, profound thoughts on those things. I just kind of have more thoughts reserved for other things. And so definitely go ahead and hit me up in that place. Now, as far as, as it goes, guys, I'm going to do the ending of this episode. 
Now, now I know that one of the biggest struggles that we can struggle with when it comes to our walk with Christ is reading our Bibles. Sometimes reading our Bibles in front of other people makes it that much more of a struggle because you want to somehow find the acceptance of those around you. You know what? I'm going to leave that story for the next episode. Because I think that's actually going to give you guys something to look forward to. And I think you guys are honestly going to um, be enlightened by that. And uh, guys, with much love, I really appreciate you guys. And so I'm going to leave you guys with all that. And so may the grace of God and the peace of the Holy Spirit guide you into all blessings. Until next time. Deuces.